0: The Bear's Toothache by David McPhail. David McPhail. Mm-hmm. One night I, I heard something you, outside my window. I love you. Ow! 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 Ow. Ow. Hey. that coming from? What do you think it is? It was a bear. A bear? Ow. Let me try, let me try, let me try. Ow. Let me, ow. It was a bear with a toothache. A A toothache? A toothache. I invited him in and examined his teeth. Is he, him in? Is he nice? hmm When I found the one that ached, I tried to pull it out. It wouldn't budge. Maybe some steak will loosen it a little, said the bear. So we went down to the kitchen where the bear chewed on some steak and anything else he could find. Hey, you lick your finger. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what else did he get? What else did he get? Um, I'm a hamburger. Mm-hmm. There's the steak and the chicken, the hamburger. And, and, and the little boy has a chicken. And he's going like this. Mm, he's licking his lips, looking into the refrigerator. Pretty soon, the food was all gone, but the tooth was no looser than before. When we got back to my room, I tried to hit the tooth with my pillow, but the bear ducked, and I hit the lamp instead It knocked it to the floor. Was it loud? Yeah. Did it Uh wake up the... You see the lamp? It's on the floor right here. Uh Uh-oh. He's going. Uh Uh-oh. Is someone going to be in trouble? I don't know. I'll have to check it out. Okay. What's up? I love you, Mama. I love you, The noise was my father, who got up and came to my room. What happened to the lamp? He asked. It fell on the floor, I answered. Oh, he said, and he went back to bed. Back to bed, birds? Mm. He didn't even notice the bear underneath the bed. <gasps> he must have been asleep still, huh? Then I had a good idea. I tied one end of my cowboy rope to the bear's tooth and tied the other end to the bedpost. Then, the bear stood on the windowsill and just as he hit the ground, What did he do? What did he do? The tooth popped out. The bear was so happy that he gave me the tooth to put under my pillow. Mm. That's so nice. Yeah, the Tooth Fairy's gonna come see him now, huh? The bear's toothache. The end. If you like this video, subscribe. Da 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 Drawing Lessons from a Bear by David McPhail. When I was young, my mother gave me lessons on how to be a bear. This is how a bear walks, she told me, and this is how a bear sits. She showed me which berries were good to eat and which ones weren't. Some I found out on my own. I learned to catch fish in a river and to climb trees to look for honey. One day, I began to make claw marks in the dirt floor of my den. My mother didn't mind, as long as I paid attention to my being a bear lesson. At first, the marks didn't look like much, but the more I drew, the better my drawings looked. I went to the dump with my mother and some other bears, while they looked for things to eat, I searched for scraps of paper. I spent the afternoon drawing pictures on the paper with a burnt stick from a campfire. I drew a picture of a bear in a tree and gave it to my mother. She was so pleased that she put it up on the wall of her den with some magnetic rocks. When i went to school i learned how to read and write and add and subtract but i kept drawing my teacher encouraged me i drew hundreds of pictures i drew pictures of things i saw around me like rocks trees birds and clouds. Other times I drew pictures of things I had never seen, things I could only imagine, like dinosaur races on the moon or furry animals with wings. I loved going to the museum. Seeing all those wonderfully drawn pictures inspired me. It made me want to draw even more. I tried to copy some of the pictures I saw. As I copied, I discovered things that made my own drawings even better. During the summer, I often drew pictures all day long. I would start when the sun came up and would stop when the sun went down. In the fall, I was busy getting ready for my long winter sleep, but I always found time to do at least one drawing during the winter i would wake up and draw many years have passed i'm a big bear now but i still love to draw i am invited to dine with kings and queens and presidents i even draw pictures for them on napkins i've been given medals and prizes for my drawings i've been offered big houses and fancy cars, but I don't take them. I don't even know how to drive. For I am a bear, I am content to live in my den for the forest and draw pictures. I was born a bear and I will always be a bear, but I am an artist too, because that is what I have decided to be. Just as you can be an artist if that's what you want to be. If you love to draw and you'd rather spend your time drawing than doing just about anything else, I'd say you're well on your way. You can't be a bear, you know, but you can be an artist. Are you an artist? Then say so, say it softly to yourself or say it loudly for the whole world to hear. I am an artist. There, now you are an artist for all time and forever. The Teddy Bear by David McPhail The Teddy Bear had a good home a warm and cozy place to sleep. Many friends and someone who loved him. The teddy bear got to go places too. He went on trips, short trips, long trips. The boy who loved him took him everywhere. One day while traveling, the boy and his family stopped for lunch. In a moment of confusion and forgetfulness, the teddy bear was left behind by the time he was missed and a search began it was too late he was not to be found the teddy bear was unhappy and afraid he lay squashed in a dark smelly place and even though he had a fine fur coat he was beginning to get a chill Long hours passed, and the teddy bear was despairing of ever being found. Suddenly, he felt fingers close around his leg and pull him free. Saved, the teddy bear rejoiced. My little boy has rescued me. But the hands that held him did not belong to the little boy, When his eyes adjusted to the brightness, the teddy bear saw that he was in the grasp of a bearded man. Wearing a long green coat, the man held up the teddy bear and stared. Slowly a smile spread across the man's face. Then he stuffed the teddy bear in his pocket and started walking. The teddy bear spent the rest of that day in the bearded man's pocket as he ambled through the city streets. Night came on, and the man made his way home. The teddy bear lay awake, looking at the stars, as the bearded man slept. That night, for the first time since teddy bear came into his life, the little boy went to bed without him. In the morning, the sad little boy went off to school, and the sad little teddy bear went back into the pocket of the long green coat as the man set out on his daily rounds. Days passed. Weeks went by. Then months. The boy still missed his teddy bear. But with each passing day, he thought about him less and less. He had new toys to occupy him and new friends to keep him busy. As for the bear, he missed the little boy and his old friends but he was enjoying his new life with the company of the bearded man. Best of all, the bear felt loved. The winter came to an end. The days grew warmer. The bearded man put away his long green coat. Now he carried the bear under his arms as he went about his business. One spring day, the man placed the teddy bear on park bench while he looked for something. Now... It just so happened that the little boy was walking through the park that day with his mother and father. As he was passing the park bench, the little boy noticed the teddy bear. My bear, he cried, skipping up his old friend in his arms and squeezing him tight. Amazing, said the little boy's mother. How could this be, said the little boy's father. Then they saw the bearded man approaching. Come along, said the father. Mustn't be late said the mother and they all walked quickly toward the park exit they were on the curb waiting for the light to change when they heard someone wailing it was a bearded man standing in front of the bench he cried out my bear, my bear where is my bear the traffic light turned green the sign blinked walk but instead of crossing the street the little boy ran back into the park back to the bench and the bearded man is is this your bear the little boy asked holding the teddy bear out to the man the bearded man smiled he took the teddy bear in his rough hands and hugged him thank you he said to the little boy I don't know what i'd do without him i know what you mean said the little boy i used to have one just like him then with his mother and his father beside him he walked back to the corner to wait for the light to change Bears Up and Down Day by David McPhail. One Big Brown Bear woke up and opened his eyes. He rolled over, and when he looked down, he saw one of his slippers scooting across the floor. Stop, slipper! yelled the Big Brown Bear. The slipper stopped moving, and a head poked out from beneath it. It looked like a mouse. Hey, mouse, growled Big Brown Bear. Where are you going with that slipper? I'm not a mouse, said the slipper thief. I'm a rat, and I'm taking the slipper home. It will make a good bed for me to sleep in. Well, rat, said the Big Brown Bear. It may make a good bed, but it makes a better slipper. Now put it back. But you have two of them said the rat. The big brown bear swung his feet over the side of the bed and slammed them down hard on the floor. I have two feet too he said to the rat and two feet need two slippers. Further argument would be useless. Rat could see that. So he abandoned the slipper and disappeared through a hole in the wall. Two Big Brown Bear put on his slippers and then went downstairs to the kitchen. There, he cooked up a big pot of oatmeal. While the oatmeal was cooking, he got a bowl down from the cupboard. He filled it with a pitcher with cream and set it down on the kitchen table. He was standing at the stove, stirring the oatmeal when the doorbell rang. Who could that be? wondered Big Brown Bear. Our baseball game isn't until this afternoon. When Big Brown Bear went to the door and opened it, no one was there. At least he didn't see anybody until he looked down. Even then, all he could see was a top of white brim hat with a long nose sticking out from underneath the brim. Big Brown Bear leaned down. There was a rat under that hat the very same rat that had been trying to steal his slipper. What do you want now? Big Brown Bear asked. As you can see, I'm wearing my slippers, so don't expect me to give you one. I don't want anything from you, explained Rat. Instead, I have something for you. He put down the satchel he was carrying and opened it. You have won a trip, said Rat. I'm here to present it to you. What sort of trip? asked Big Brown brown bear any sort of trip you want answered rat up to the mountains or down to the seashore up to the north pole or down to the south pole what it sounds like said big brown bear is an up or down sort of trip it is up to you said rat now let's get down to the business of deciding where you'll be going Big Brown Bear began to place up and down the walk. When he came to where Rat was standing, he bent down and said, hmm, how soon can I go on this trip? Right away, said Rat, but you can't wear your slippers. They're not allowed on this trip. Says so right here in the fine print. And he took some papers out of his satchel and held them up in front of Big Brown Bear's nose. No slippers? Asked Big Brown Bear. What an odd rule that is. But I suppose I can pack them in my suitcase. I'm afraid not, said Rat. That's rule number 47, no slippers allowed in the suitcase. Finally, Big Brown Bear stopped pacing and sat down to pull his slippers on tighter. I've decided where I want to go, he told the rat. Where, asked the rat. Nowhere, said Big Brown Bear. Not up, not down. I want to stay right here. Rat slowly put the papers back in his satchel and started to walk away. How about a nice bowl of oatmeal before you go, asked Big Brown Bear. That would be good, said Rat. I'm starving. Big Brown Bear led the way to the kitchen. He got down another bowl and filled up both bowls with oatmeal. He sliced some bananas and placed them on top. Rat grabbed a spoon and started in. He didn't put down the spoon until the bowl was scraped clean. I'm filled up, he said to Big Brown Bear. Thank you. That was delicious. Then he waddled to the hole in the kitchen wall and squeezed through. You're most welcome, Big Brown Bear called after him, but not before he looked down to make sure... He still had both slippers on. Three. Big Brown Bear went to find his baseball mitt. He found them on a shelf in the closet. As he was getting them down, the baseball fell into a big box. The box was filled with all sorts of things that he hadn't seen for a long time. On the top was his old yellow wind-up racing car. Big Brown Bear Wound up the key, then put the car down on the floor. Zoom. Away it went. Still works, said Big Brown Bear. Next, he pulled out his old maroon sweater with gold B on front. He tugged it down over his head and tried on. It has a few moth holes, he said, but it still fits. Big Brown Bear was taking something else out of the box he heard his car coming back. And Rat was driving. What a wonderful car, said Rat. Wherever did you find it? I found it in this box full of old stuff, Big Brown Bear said, while I was looking for my baseball. I will help you look for your ball, said Rat. I am small. I can see in the dark. He climbed into the box to help Big Brown Bear find his baseball. Big Brown Bear found his old cowboy hat and plopped it down on his head. I can wear this while I play ball, he said. He reached into the box one more time, came up with a well-worn slipper, just as Rat popped up holding the missing ball. I found it, shouted Rat. Good job, said Big Brown Bear, and I found something for you. It will make a perfect bed, Rat said. Thank you. You're welcome, said Big Brown Bear. There's something else I want you to have, too." He wound up the car and held it steady while Rat loaded his slipper into the back, then jumped in front behind the wheel. When Big Brown Bear let it go, the car sped away. Yippee! yelled the Rat. So long, Bear. So long to you, too, Rat. The Big Brown Bear picked up his ball and it and went outside to play. Bear's Book of Tiny Tales by David McVale. Baby Bear finds a boot. Baby Bear was fishing. He did not catch a fish and said it. he caught a boot. Someone has lost a boot, thought Baby Bear. I must give it back. He walked along the riverbank carrying the boot until he saw a f- friend Timmy Squirrel. I caught a boot, said Baby Bear. Is it yours? Not mine, said Timmy Squirrel. It's the wrong color. Baby Bear kept walking. He saw his friend, Baby Raccoon. Hello, Bobby, said Baby Bear. Is this your boot? Bobby Raccoon looked closely. No, it's not mine, he said. It's too big. Next, Baby Bear showed the boot to Daisy Skunk. Not mine, she told him. I don't wear boots. Ollie Owl flew down and landed on nearby branch. What are you doing with that boot, Baby Bear, he asked. To trying to find out who lost it, answered Baby Bear. Who, said Ollie. Yes, who, said Baby Bear. If you can think of who, please let me know. Who, Ollie called as he disappeared into the treetops. Who, who, who? Baby Bear was getting very tired. Would he ever find the owner of the boot? then he saw someone sitting at the edge of the river it was papa bear and he was fast asleep papa bear's feet were dangling in the water and he was wearing just one boot wake up papa said baby bear i found your boot so you did baby bear said papa it must have fallen off and floated away papa bear spread his arms for a hug thank you for finding it you're welcome papa said baby bear baby bear finds a flower baby bear was walking into the woods when he saw a beautiful flower i will take this beautiful flower home to mama bear he thought baby bear reached down to pick the flower stop someone cried it was his friend Daisy daisy's gunk. do not pick that flower daisy told him it is rare what is rare asked baby bear It means that this flower could be the only one left in the whole world, said Daisy. Oh dear, said Baby Bear, but I want to take it home to Mama Bear. Baby Bear and Daisy Slunk sat down beside the flower. They were quiet for a long time. Then Daisy jumped up. I have an answer, she cried. You can't take the flower to Mama Bear, so bring Mama Bear to the flower. What a good idea, Daisy. Baby Bear called over his shoulder as he ran to find Mama Bear. Mama Bear was painting a picture outside their den. Come quick, Mama, said Baby Bear. I have something to show you. What is it, Baby Bear? she asked. It's a surprise, said Baby Bear. Here we are, Mama, said Baby Bear, when they reached the flower. Mama Bear looked around, but all she saw was Daisy Skunk. Hello, Daisy. It's nice to see you, said Mama Bear. But it's not a surprise. I am not a surprise, said Daisy. This is, Daisy stepped of outside to reveal the beautiful flower. Oh, what a wonderful surprise, said Mama Bear. She hugged them both and leaned down to smell the flower. I am so glad you didn't pick the flower, said Mama Bear. It's very rare. Baby Bear and Daisy skunk smiled at each other. We know, they said. Baby Bear finds a baby bird. Baby Bear was sitting underneath the tree when he heard a cheep, cheep, cheep. A baby bird was sitting on the ground next to him. What are you doing out of your nest, asked Baby Bear. I leaned too far over the edge, said the baby bird. I fell out. Oh dear, said baby bear. What will you do now? My mother will be home soon, answered the baby bird. She will come and get me. Suddenly, a dark shadow passed over them. It was a hawk. Baby bear knew hawks were no friends of baby bird's. He stood up and waved his arms and growled as loudly as he could. The hawk looked at Baby Bear and flew away. I think I should wait here with you until your mom comes back, said Baby Bear. They waited and waited. Finally, the baby bird's mother arrived. Oh, my baby, she cried. Climb on my back and I will fly you up to the nest. The baby bird did as she was told. But when her mother tried to fly, she couldn't. As small as she was, the baby bird was just too heavy. The mother was upset. What will we do now? She wondered. You can't stay here. I have an idea, said Baby Bear. Baby Bear gently placed the baby bird on his head and started to climb the tree. He went up, slowly, carefully, steadily, and soon he reached the nest baby bear tipped his head down and the baby bird slid right in with a plop thank you so much said the baby bird's mother that was fun said the baby bird can we do that again no we cannot said the baby bear but when you learn how to fly maybe you can come visit me i would like that said the baby bird the baby bear climbed down the train headed home but not before he waved the baby bird one more time baby bear finds a friend baby bear wanted someone to play with him he went looking for his friend Timmy squirrel but Timmy was not at home he was out collecting acorns with his father said Timmy's mother next baby bear went to find his friend Bobby raccoon but bobby was sleeping being a raccoon bobby did most of his playing at night then baby bear went to daisy skunk's house daisy's having a drum lesson now said daisy's mother perhaps she'll play with you later baby bear was sad he had no one to play with him even ollie owl was not home ollie was out to lunch then he heard someone talking no It was two people talking. Wait, maybe it was three or even four. Baby Bear stepped into a small clearing and surprised to see just one little girl having a picnic with her toys. Hello, the little girl said to Baby Bear. Are you looking for someone? Yes, said Baby Bear. I'm looking for a friend to play with me. "'These are my friends,' said the little girl, introducing her toys to Baby Bear. "'And my name is Julia. I am pleased to meet you all,' said Baby Bear. "'I am Baby Bear.' "'Julia looked at the Baby Bear. "'Maybe we can be your new friends. Would you like to help us eat our sandwiches?' "'Yes, I would like that very much,' said Baby Bear.' So the new friend ate the sandwiches and drank tea together. I hope you are not too full, said Julia. Why? Baby Bear asked. Because now that we are friends, I can tell you a secret, she whispered. We are having cake for dessert. Can we have some cake, too? A voice called. It was Timmy Squirrel with Bobby Raccoon, Daisy Skunk, and Ollie Owl. These are my friends, said Baby Bear, introducing some Julia. May they join us? Of course, said Julia. Let's all be friends. The end.